Hey students of Seneca, thanks for joining me on this revision episode. I am Jono, I'm going to be going over the periodic table um, for your A-level chemistry exam, going over what groups, what periods are, all that kind of stuff, um, and yeah, get you up to speed on what you need to know. So let's dive in. The periodic table is arranged into periods and groups. So the periodic table um, organises the elements, and they are the elements are arranged in order of proton number. So you start with hydrogen because that's got a proton number of one. So it seems like a good place to start. A period is a row in the periodic table. Remember, rows are horizontal. So elements in the same period have their valence electrons in the same shell. What does that mean? It means that if we're in the second period of the periodic table, all of the valence electrons um, are in the second shell. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. So in period three, all of the valence electrons are going to be in the third shell. And valence is just a posh word for saying bonding, okay? Period example, we love examples. Magnesium and sulfur are in the same period. Yeah, they are, they're friends, they're hanging out. They're like, yeah, let's have a good time. Our valence electrons are in the same shell. In simple terms, they have the electron configurations 282 and 286 respectively. So 282 for magnesium, 286 for sulfur. So their valence electrons are in the same shell. Amazing, great. I love it when a plan comes together. Groups. A group is a column in the periodic table. Columns are vertical. Elements in the same group have electrons in similar orbitals. So um, they often have very similar properties. A group N element, element has N valence electrons. So carbon is in group four and it has four valence electrons. The diagram highlights group seven if there were a diagram, but maybe there isn't because you're listening. Ooh, spooky. Um, so that's what all the groups mean. The group just refers to the amount of valence electrons. So how many, how many valence electrons do group one elements have? You guessed it, they've got one valence electron. Uh, the halogens we're gonna talk over as a nice little group example. They are all in group seven. So fluorine simplified electron configuration is two seven. Chlorines is two eight seven. So we can see that both have the same number of valence electrons and halogens have very similar chemical properties. So those valence electrons, they are like crazy important. They're gonna determine the characteristics of the compound. So elements in the same group, remember they have the same number of valence electrons. Now we've talked about groups and periods, but we need to talk about blocks. Yeah, I'm not talking like Duplo or Lego or anything like that. I'm talking about blocks of the periodic table. We're going to start with the S block, and the, which is the two leftmost columns of the periodic table. This is called the S block because all the elements have their valence electrons in S orbitals. Note, helium is also an S block element because it has electron configuration 1S2. So fun! Um, the P block, the six rightmost columns make up the P block. This is because the P block... Uh, this is because all the elements in the P block have partially filled P subshells. So it's all about them subshells and those orbitals. S block, S subshell, P block, P subshell. Amazing. So what do you think the D block is talking about? Well, elements in the D block have a partially filled D subshell. Elements in the D block are often called the transition metals. And fun extra bonus fact, it is those partially filled D orbitals that make transition elements um, pretty colours. Um, so that was a nice little fun fact. Then we've got the F block. This is detached along the bottom of the periodic table. It was like, I am done. I don't want to see you guys. Um, they have a partially filled F subshell. So they're feeling really like high and mighty about themselves. Like, I don't want to be with no S, P and D elements. I've got an F subshell. 
Um, so they are often called the lanthanides and the acinetonides, with the lanthanide being the top row and the acetonide being the bottom row. Being all separate, thinking they're better themselves with their new name. Don't like you, F-block. Just kidding. They're all right, but we don't use them that much in A-level chemistry. But you do need to know them. You might get asked to identify them in your exam, so we're going to talk about them, even though they're all away being difficult. Okay, let's do some questions to finish. Um, what are the? How do we arrange elements in the periodic table? It's based on their proton number, and then we arrange them into periods and groups. And then what is? what are those two F-blocks made up of? What are the two types of elements in the F-block? Well, we have the lanthanides and the acetonides. Okay, coolio. That brings us to the end of this episode, running over the periodic table and how elements are arranged. Hope this was useful. In future episodes, we're going to be talking about trends in the periodic table. Um, so let me know um, what you what else you want to cover. Um, and if you are studying at the moment for your exams, best of luck. And catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much for joining. Bye-bye. If this episode's got you in the mood for more revision, then head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all of your A-level subjects absolutely free. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, then you will find a link in the bio. But if not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. While you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts, which cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.